Hi guys, welcome back to another Delta Kai podcast. Um, I like to call this segment Brother Talks, where I bring brothers from the fraternity and ask them a bunch of questions and let y'all get to know them while I get to know them. So would you guys like to introduce yourselves for me, please? Hello guys, my name is Andres Lemus, and I'm a senior here at Texas a and Kingsville. And I'm about to graduate next year as a civil engineer, so I'm excited for that. Hello, uh, I'm Sean Morin. I am a current alumni of uh, the Delta Sky Fraternity. I graduated in 2020 of December, uh, and I am a biomedical science uh, major with a minor in chemistry, and I'm currently uh, going as, or currently accepted uh, as a member of the College of Pharmacy, so that's where I will be in the fall of 2022. Okay, and how is y'all semester going right now? Well, this semester is going great, actually. It's one of the best semester yet to me to nice. happen to me. Finally, got everything down. You know, in, I don't know if you heard about engineering classes, but they're hard. Okay, like obviously, I'm able to do it. You know, and I'm passionate about my career. That's good. But finally, got everything. You know, settled down. Got everything down, and I'm excited for the semester. How it's gonna end? Cause it's been pretty great. And go, getting good grades, I got opportunities professionally and you know personal, and it's been great. How about you, Sean? Uh, it's mainly just been a lot of work. Uh, me working two jobs currently, uh, just because I am trying to save up some money for the semester whenever it starts. Um, <coughs> what are you trying to get? Uh, well, I'm just trying to get some money so I can purchase half the stuff I need to. Uh, oh, okay. for uh, pharmacy school just because it does require uh, a lot of funds <laughs> right? <laughs> to like, buy like iPads and <laughs> like even apart from tuition they just still make you pay a lot Like, well yeah tuition is also uh, kind of expensive as right? well like even if it's in like I live in state it still costs like roughly about $9,000 $10,000 no way like it's it's pretty it's pretty pricey. I mean, it's roughly similar, a little bit similar to what I would be paying if I was like out of state to go into it. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, but I do know. The fact that it's in state is kind of that's the benefit that I have um, living here. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, I'm international student, so I have to pay out of state regardless. Yeah. And while I was in Qatar, uh, a country in the Middle East. Uh, you know, I ha- when I was deciding which uh, university I was supposed to go, right? So I applied in Florida, applied in uh, two in Florida, two here in Texas, and one in Louisiana. I got accepted all of them, but while like what while but while I was uh you know researching them, uh, don't you get like financial aid or something? That's why um, most of people you can apply doing. you can apply for financial aid, but uh, me personally, like I mean, I have the funds to pay for it, and okay. even though you get financial aid with it, you still have to kind of pay it Baller. back. <laughs> you have really? to you have to pay it back. The the money that I'm trying to save up for is for my own expenses. Like, so in case worst comes to worst, I break some sh- I break an iPad. I do something. I have the funds to purchase another one okay. or. Um, stuff like that. It's just it's me just kind of just trying to save up money. I also have other stuff I'm paying for as well, yeah. such as like a gym membership and stuff like yes. that. Like you know, it's stuff like that's not cheap. And granted, I typically am a master's student with the business program here. Um, but even though like I'm, I'm not going to really be pursuing that, it's going to be pharmacy school that I will be pursuing. So um, that's the overall. How are your classes in pharmacy school? Well, I haven't started yet, but the stuff that I'm I'm having to learn before I go in there, like they basically tell you, like learn 200 drugs, which is pretty interesting. Uh, I started, but I haven't really been keeping up with it. I need to though. So after <laughs> pharmacy school, you're gonna what graduate as a what, with your PhD? Uh, PharmD. Yeah, PharmD. that's the uh, that's the plan. But uh, I'm also thinking about maybe like considering doing the MBA, like kind of as like a like you can they give an option to uh do the mba program uh mm-hmm. with your farm d but even though you can do it like that uh i would recommend you know just taking your time just because they do say that your first year of pharmacy school is pretty stressful so that's like i said i'm sort of just trying to figure out trying to feel i mean of course i don't know how it is yet when i get there i'll know <laughs> and then maybe i'll 
you know, maybe consider doing the dual uh, program, the MBA and the PharmD, but definitely for now, just the PharmD. And Andres, you mentioned you were an international student. Uh, yes. So I am from Venezuela, and which is in the South America, and at the north, next to Colombia, south to Brazil. Sorry, north from Brazil, but Brazil is in the south. Um, but I also lived, I had the opportunity to live in Brunei, which is in the island of Borneo, which is, you know, where Malaysia, Indonesia, all okay, those Asian okay. countries. I was, so I was really close to, like, let's say Australia. So let's just say I live in Texas, I technically live in the other side of the world. Because if, if you see the globe, it's literally in the other side, like 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, lived there for a year. And then, uh, then I moved to Qatar, the Middle East, which uh, that I, how I mentioned earlier. Lived there for eight years, and me by me being there, it, it was I was able. Uh, I had I had the blessing to go to uh, like all the countries to visit. So I went to uh, in the region. I went to you know the UAE, United the United Arab Emirates, which is which is where Dubai and then Abu Dhabi is. You know the rich playgrounds people have called okay. in the internet. And so I seen the tallest world, uh, the tallest building in the world, which is Burj Khalifa, and I've been to the hundred twenty fourth floor which is very scary when you're looking down. And then right next to that building, the Burj Khalifa, they also have the biggest mall in the world, okay. which is there's an aquarium, there's like everything, everything you can think of is there. Okay. Literally the wildest uh, stores like for Sodu and a specific reason, there's just a store just for pillows. So there's a store for just like whatever, whatever you need, there's a store for it. So is the store, is the store like, um stuff they sell in that like that that area or is it like stuff around the world uh it's all around the world you know just like when you go to, to a shopping mall here you know you, uh, you can you can get anything from anywhere you know depends what you get um obviously it's not like here that you can buy certain stuff you know because uh, over there is so very strict for example like uh, vaping right there's people vape here all the time you there you won't be able to to get over there because you know the laws you know and but they do have their tobacco which they call it docha right that's the only thing tobacco wise or nicotine wise you can get over there and you know but you can get anything like that's pretty cool i know but it's different but it's, as at the same time it looks the same you know, just your normal, your normal looking mall, maybe with a different layout, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And Sean, where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up here. I've been born in Corpus, but raised uh, in Kingsville. What church in Corpus? Or not church, sorry, hospital? Uh, the Christus Bond, um, I think it's a memorial uh, hospital. That's cool. Yeah, and so, but like we've lived in Kingsville basically, or or I've lived in Kingsville my whole life. So, where did you go to school before um, college? Uh, I went to Academy High School, oh, which is okay. yeah, it's like right across the okay. <laughs> Tamhook University. But uh, yeah, that's where I've kind of been. How'd you like it? It was alright. It was very. Uh, I would say it was a very interesting experience, just because we did have the luxury of having a college campus right across from our university or not university uh from our campus but uh one thing i will say um that we did have an advantage over a lot of other you know or a lot of other campuses because i mean granted they offered us those classes immediately as we came in like as a freshman you could take college courses which i thought was pretty interesting but okay that is pretty interesting yeah and both y'all like to work out right yeah we're yeah. Both uh, strong advocates for working out. <laughs> Why do you guys like working out so much? Uh, personally, with me, I like being healthy. I like having a really good, uh, I guess, just healthy physique. I mean, because granted, college does and it happened to it happened to me actually. I before coming into college, I was about two hundred and twenty pounds. I was like, yeah, my size. <laughs> but now I was able to lose that all just by doing straight cardio and going around and just overall just running and just really that's all I did was just cardio. But after cardio, it was cardio just is good. a lot of weight training after that. So, 
So I like to work out, you know, whatever with what Shaw said, like looking good, you know, and all that. I also like it, it gets me calm because I, uh, I I do stress a lot, you know, because of college. And then since I live here by myself, right, uh, my family is far away. I do have my brother, but he just moved to Dallas, so it's you know from here it's like eight hours, seven hours. So I'm basically here all along with my with my dog Luna. Uh, so I kind of like go to the gym to distract myself. Do you live on campus? Myself. I don't. I never live in campus. I feel like I'm blessed with that because that's where I keep hearing from people like, "Oh my God, you didn't never live in campus. You you're lucky." And I'm like, well, I didn't ever get that experience, you know. And I do want to live in dorms just because from the movie. And and but I guess I'm never going. That's never going to happen unless I go to a different country, do my master somewhere else, you know. Maybe I have to live in in the dorms, but but as of now, I feel like I miss that. At the same time, I'm not like too much like sad about it too because I heard bad story living in the dorm which is not it's not good like it's just not comfortable and I mean you know, I like to have my privacy so coming from Venezuela what did you think or what made you want to come to Kingsville okay so uh, I, w- I was in Qatar actually and you know when I graduated high school and all that uh, my brother is an, al- is an alumni here he graduated from Kingsville and you know, uh, with with this with this college being a good um, one of the one of the best place to go for his uh, major, uh, geosciences, right? Um, he was here and he liked it. So I've been coming to Kingsville ever since twenty fifteen. So it's been almost like um, what seven years now since I've been coming to Kingsville, and I kind of like it. Like I said, like I mentioned before, I live in Brunei, which is um, which is like Brunei is a very tiny country. Like if you if you drive from the furthest point of the country to the the other you know the opposite side right to the other furthest point, is literally a two hours two hours and a half drive. You know, so where we live where where I live over there it was a small town, maybe a little smaller than Kingsville. So you know Kingsville when I came to Kingsville it wasn't that bad. You know at least we go. We got Walmart, HEB, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had a cinema before, which is <laughs> pretty cool, right? Yeah, it sucks, right? You don't have your decline. It's kind of uh, trashy. But watching a movie for four bucks, that's that's a deal, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I can't I can just enjoy myself. I don't have to have all this luxurious t- stuff, you know? But what made me decide to get is because, like I mentioned, my dad was here. Mm-hmm. And... I thought about how about like I go to a whole different place, city, state, right? Maybe country, and just be by myself, right? Just to experience it. But then I thought about it deeper, and I rather be with someone that can guide me because it's a whole different country, it's a whole different customs, and the rules are way different from you know where it was in Qatar. That that's where I you know live my teenager life you know grew up there and so i was like no i'm, go- I'm going with my brother you know there's nothing going wrong wait what Me. what rules were different it's a lot it's, a, it's literally everything i guess the u.s here you have more freedom you know to yourself and um you know you don't have to get in trouble about anything for ex- for like for example drinking in qatar since it's a uh, is- islamic state Right, so in the in Islam, is it is a sin. It is considered a sin if you drink alcohol, even if you're just drinking just one beer. You know, one beer won't help you, won't damage you, or harm you, or whatsoever. But you know, it's good to have a beer, right? But they can't, cause according to religion, they're just not allowed to. Mm-hmm. So in Qatar, they only have one liquor place for the entire country. What? Yes, and. You know, uh, you can't really, like, the only place you can drink liquor outside your house, it will be a hotels. There's no clubs, there's no bars you can go to. The, I guess the bars and clubs, it will be at the hotel, because, you know, foreign people go there, and then they're going to make sure that they're, they can have their liquor, I guess, their alcohol. 
But if you go to like the public, like to a mall, even to go to the beach, you, you can. It's not allowed to. If you get caught, you can get fined for for a hefty fine, like maybe ten thousand dollars. And and then here you can like I can go to Walmart, pick up my six pack, go home, and we'll go to the beach and do all that. And it's pretty fun. Nice. And um, Sean, um, what hello. <laughs> what made you want to join Dotsekai? Um, really, the one of the primary reasons I joined Dotsekai was, uh, for one, Josiah was literally telling me multiple, multiple times, join the fraternity, join the fraternity, join the fraternity. I personally, uh, when I was here for my undergrad, for a majority of my undergrad, I didn't really see a reason to, just because I was like, oh, well, I mean, I don't really know all the different stuff that like y'all do. And eventually, one day I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a, you know, I'm willing to go check it out. Like, you know, and what started off as I'm just going to go check it out actually, you know, blossomed into something that's like, oh, wow, I really want to join this. <laughs> and like I said, I, I grew, I've grown really close to a lot of the brothers uh, here, even though I'm not active uh, as an active member. Still, as an alumni, I still offer, you know, like some advice, some help, especially to some of the brothers that absolutely need help right then and there i do not mind because i see y'all more uh, more than just dudes i you know hang out with and stuff i see y'all as actually part of my family so cute oh very cute yeah yes. i still love y'all <laughs> <laughs> love you too sean what made you want to join delta kai um my brother my brother said you say yo and i was like okay <laughs> just following your brother's oh yeah yes. no his yeah his brother <laughs> his brother's pretty funny dude yeah my, so my brother's also uh Part of a uh, member of Delta Chi. He was in part of Alpha class. <laughs> he was part of Alpha class. So when you know when I decided to come come to uh, Innsbruck, uh, and then you know we got here. Uh, there, he got a house for us, right? He rented a house for us, and uh, when I think the first week of of the semester, he's like, "Hey, come check us out." I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, "Just do it." I'm like, "I don't want to." And he's like, "You just do it." Right? I'm like, "Okay, fine." Um, so I did, you know, if, uh, they used to, uh, they used to pull all the old sororities and fraternities outside the dining hall, right? And then they, they're, they're over there traveling, you know, showing people who they are, meeting, I guess, freshmen, you know, and all the kind of people wants to jump see them. Um, so I was, I talked to a few of the brothers back then and they're like, yeah, oh, you're his, you're, you're Jesus' little brother, you know, they call they call him mini Jesus. They're like, what's up, mini Jesus? Because I, I met some of them before, right? When I was coming here and visiting my brother. And and then, you know, and when I moved to the house, it was my brother and I, and then two other Delta Chi's members. So, you know, kind of, there was always Delta Chi around the house with my first semester or the first, two, uh, well, every, every single time since I've been here. But I got, I got to know the brothers and I was like, okay, this is uh, an organization that we like to be part of. They're cool. They're gentlemen. You know, I heard they're like the gent we're like the gentlemen of campus. You know, that's why I've been here. So I was like, okay, that's great. You know, so I joined. I joined us in in part of Delta class, and it's really great. Like the bonding, the brotherhood, um, what we stand for. It's just just like a beautiful organization, beautiful people that I meet. You know, interesting people. And I know I can count on them, and then I know they can count, they can count on me. So I'm, you know, very glad that I joined. Nice. Like like Sean said, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, gonna I, I choose to do something, and then blossom to something like you n I never thought of, you know. And how old are you, Sean? I'm 22. I will be 23 next month. And you mentioned you have like a job to pay for everything. What kind of job do you got? So I well I'm currently working two jobs. I work at, at, as a to-go person at Chili's, and I usually work there once a week. But uh, where I am a majority of the week, uh, I work at the Christmas Spawn Hospital here in Kingsville, and uh, and I work as a fitness tech, but I also help out as a rehab technician out there. So a lot of exercise and wound care and physical therapy. Do you like it? Yeah, it's a pretty enjoyable job. Whenever. When the workload is not as crazy as sometimes it can get, it's really enjoyable. But when there's a lot of wound care and a lot of people needing physical therapy, it can get a little, a little crazy. 
Andres, do you have a job? Besides... No, I uh, do not hold a job currently. It's okay, I don't have a job. <laughs> I used to have a job, though. Um, uh, what's it called? I never had a job before, but um, before I uh, came here to college. But um, I used to work for, for a year or a year and a half uh, the as an office assistant at the physics and geosciences department, you know. And it was great, you know. And uh, you know, I just go little uh, layoff. That's how you say it, right? And you know, um, I think department budget or something like that. And I was already on leave because I was just here. Um, you know, my family was down here, and you know, during because of COVID and stuff, the department has been slow. Not a lot of people are coming in, so I think we got a budget. Uh, a budget because of that, you know. So I was already off, so like I guess they took, they took the opportunity to do like, okay, let's let's get him off. <laughs> but I don't know, but I respect them. They gave me the opportunity to have a, to hold my first job ever, and then I I learned uh, very like great skills, you know, during the office and how to even talk to people because I was also like responsible to answer the phone. So you know, get, I got to talk to like all kind of people, man, like. Hi, people, you know, in the office, in here, in, you know, like the chair or whatever. So it was pretty cool and learn, learn around campus and what you can do, you cannot do. So it was pretty fun. And hopefully I got a job by the end of summer, my internship. So I'm waiting for that. Praying for you, praying for you. So what do you guys think of our class and this new class? The new class, I really think you have a lot of uh, potential and I do like a good portion of y'all. Okay. At least the ones that I've gotten to talk to so far. <laughs> the ones I haven't really gotten to have a good conversation with, I can't really tell you. But everybody seems pretty cool, pretty optimistic. I haven't met a new new class. I mm -hmm. met I met your class. You know, okay. um, you're pretty cool. I like y'all. You know, um, ho hopefully, you know, I'm expecting great things later. You know, as uh, for our chapter grows, so I hope y'all, you know, get us there. Um, I'm sure y'all y'all will, but. You know, okay. and then since you guys are gonna, you guys are the future now. You know, because we're old now. We're old heads. You guys are even old. We're old, college old. Well, we're getting older. We're, we're, yeah, we're college old. You know what I mean? You're never old until you say you're old. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm not. I'm telling you, I'm starting to feel the effects, man. My back hurts. My back everything. <laughs> I gotta drink my. Uh, I'm gonna take my vitamins. You know what I mean? Every morning. If not, I don't function. Uh, so what is your best moment or favorite moment in Delta Chi? So my favorite moment, if I, it'll be every day as I'm, uh, I hang out with, with y'all, you know, with the brothers. But if you could just pick one pick maybe one, moment that you had that was really moment. special to you. I would say it was, it was it was one of our projects for my class, Delta class, right? And it was all of us... Um, trying to fix this uh, table and, re and like refurnish basically and just how the night was going down we're just like bonding and then talking uh doing stuff like we just we just had this chemistry you know and, like and it was great like i, I just saw like uh, like just hanging out people you know you you can call you can call your uh, them your brothers um you know, I like for for me, I like like I like that, like, I like that intimate stuff, right? Like you can get people to know people, you know, because um, part of my life, I had to meet a, a great quantity of people, you know, people from different countries and different cultures. So just like learning about them, and learning, you know, here in South Texas, how people are, can be. So like it was it was great. And Sean. Um. I would say my favorite or moment with uh, Delta Chi would be actually fairly recently when we got to hang out with everyone uh, during our Founders Day. Even the ones that you know didn't end up, you know, sticking with us uh, in the fraternity. Still, like it was just being able to hang out with everyone and talk with everyone. Yeah, Founders it's, Day was a pretty, pretty big event. Yeah, and everyone I was, was able to talk to a lot of people I haven't talked to either in a very long time or I've talked to before. And they always accept you with open arms. It's like, hey, it's like, you just pause whatever conversation, friendship you're having, and, and then once you see each other, you just like, assume like nothing happened. You know, it doesn't matter what, 
how long it's been it's just the connection you know it's always there that bo- that bo- that right there is it's always gonna be there so that's pretty that's pretty cool you know uh especially how i see delta ka is my second family or my family here you know and it's just great being with family you know and you know it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's always really good though even though you don't know someone as as good as well as you would like to know someone it's still pretty it's pretty awesome when they just accept you with opening arms like some of the founding fathers i haven't really gotten the privilege of meeting on a regular basis like i said they half of them don't usually come around because they're busy with you know their lives of course they're working actual jobs far away from kingsville and i don't blame them i mean kingsville is a pretty small town but the fact that i got to meet uh the old president uh, and like you know stuff people like josh and all them they're, they're really cool people to meet and have a conversation with one-on-one so it's always really cool so do you guys have any bad moments in delta guy mm, no i can i cannot recall any bad moments you know have you guys ever fought each other I mean, no hold on i'm not talking about bad moments <laughs> I, i've not moments with the fraternity but have they have i had bad moments with <laughs> with our brothers yes <laughs> we've had some um some pretty some pretty funny stuff but nothing too crazy to the point where i would never want to hang out with these guys ever again like i said it's if anything i'm really glad that i got to meet the people that i've gotten to meet so far and hopefully we can all keep growing with each other even past my time being here in kingsville or Andres's time or anybody really yeah my time is up almost has you has you have one more year <laughs> and you mentioned you were an alumni yes correct how did you get that position alumni well i graduated <laughs> from <laughs> from tamuk um but uh since i didn't choose to go active again uh coming back as a master student they just put you in that alumni status so wait so explain alumni to me because i don't even know like i don't even pay attention alumni it's yeah. basically like how do you even get that position well, it's it's not really. I would guess it's more of like a status than anything else. It's just being able to. We're still part of the fraternity because once a brother, always a brother, no matter what. Um, but since I'm not active in the, or I'm still technically a graduate, past, um, well, past the undergrad status, you can still be considered active. But if you come back to school. They give you an option. They say, hey, you can either be active or you can stay alumni status if you would like. And so, unfortunately for me, I was like, well, I don't even know. I didn't even realize I was going to be staying in the business program uh, going into that pharmacy school. So, I I just said, no, just keep me as alumni because I don't know what the game plan is. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) what do you plan to do with your pharmacy degree? Uh, hopefully work either at the hospital that I'm working at now because you can just apply for different positions that open up. I mean, like I said, I don't know where where the hospital will be at in the next four years, five years, six years, but wherever will hire me as a pharmacist, I will <laughs> basically I'll work just wherever wherever you want me. I'll go. <laughs> you don't plan on making like a super jug that like fixes something or that'd be pretty cool, oh, but it takes a lot of research to do that. I so mean, it would be pretty cool though. I'd be uh, I'd be pretty rad. Yeah. Being the next Walter White. Wait, have you seen Have you seen Breaking Bad? I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Dude, I love Breaking Bad. They just They just came out a new show, Better Call Saul, and then just they just released a new season, and that's it's pretty pretty fire. You should watch it. Definitely, it's pretty good. So, Andres, what do you plan to do with your degree? Um. So, I, like I mentioned, I'm a civil engineer major. Um, I'm still deciding what I want to do with that degree, right? I can either be a structural engineer, so basically dealing the construction of buildings, right? The foundation, all the good stuff, all the fun stuff, or more go like go as a more vague, you know, so I can have, I can have different options, right? So I can work in hydro in hydrology or transportation or even just designing like you know roadways bridges and all that all the other good stuff um i think i'm gonna i'm more leaning to being a structural engineer right because it just brings more money 
and I, you know, I stress and uh, lost some sleep due to some classes, right? And then, you know, I, I put, I, I'm putting the work into it, so I want to get in as much, um, as much, as much money as I can. And you know, cause uh, later in life, one of my goals is to own my own business. I'm still, I still on the planning stage of what I want to do, but I just, I just know I want to have my own business. Probably gonna be like retail, like a retail type of business. But you know, for that, I need to get my master's, I guess, degrees on MBA, all that. But but for now, hopefully, I can get a job with my degree, work work as an engineer for for 10, 15 years and you know just save up for my business sounds good hope it happens what about you what, what, what is your future my future your yeah future. what's your future <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know I'm yeah. kind of just going with the flow go with the flow, flow. yeah honestly that. that's that's a lot of people that are going through college right now just especially w- after COVID it's just We'll see where we land. Just mm-hmm. working hard and uh, going with the flow. Are you still a freshman, David, or? Yes. Oh, okay. Second no, semester. Second semester? Oh, no. You go, You still got time, man. Like, don't worry about it. You still got time. Even even after you graduate, don't worry about it. I'm not. <laughs> I trust myself. Exactly. You'll, you'll see the opportunity. The opportunity is going to be in front of, in front of you. and you're, You'll see it, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be whatever you're doing. Um, wait, what's your major again? General business. General. See, so there you go. You're gonna find. Oh, you're gonna find some business idea, or this company is gonna hire you. Maybe through internship first, and then they'll see they'll see your value, and they're like, you know what? Let's keep David around. And then we're like, hey, first offer a million dollars. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I can see it happening. You gotta be optimistic. Very. And uh, Sean, what made you want to come to Kingsville? The Kingsville? Well, I lived here, so it was kind of just <laughs> like, so oh, hey, it's a stone's throw away. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty simple. I had gotten offers from other universities, but I was like, nah, I wanted to stay in Kingsville. I mean, I live here, so it's not like it's mm. home. It's home. You know? Yeah, really. It's just I'm already I was already used to everything, so I didn't really see. Do you guys like that at small? Yes. Yes. Compared to other places, that it would just be too chaotic to try to get to school, exactly. <laughs> going across yeah. an entire city. It's pretty peaceful walking in class. Yeah. Right. Not a lot goes on there. Even like. You know, Walmart, like, uh, if you live in campus, right, Walmart will be, like, the furthest things to go, and it, it's, but it's only, like, 10 minutes, you know what I mean? So, I kind of like it, like, everything's just so close. People hate it. I can see why, right? I come from a city. I'm a city boy, right? I can see why, like, okay, sometimes I do miss, miss being in the city, but it's just so nice. You got everything here in literally less than a mile, maybe two miles, but that's it. Yeah, I grew up pretty small, and I was kind of sad that I had to go to a small college. But, you know, I'm, I guess it's not bad. It has its benefits. Right, like, you get to know people. There's not a lot that goes on in Kingsville, so that's why I said, like, I mean, the stuff that does go on, it kind of blows up. Like, a lot of the community right. ends up pulling out just to... That's what makes Kingsville fun. It's just a, it's who you know, you know. If obviously, you're ha- hanging out with the bad crowd, you're not going to have as mu- uh, much fun, but if you get to know people and then you're like okay this is a good crowd i like to hang out with them they make it worth it you know like i said you kind of make your own family here without you realizing because it's a college town you know there's barely any adults and then the adults are that are here are just family you know with children and stuff but then the rest is just us college kids hanging out going to the bars here the clubs here even though they're really small (laughs) but they're fun it gets fun. Yeah, I love the clubs here. It's pretty <laughs> small, but it's fun. The company <laughs> is good most of the time. Exactly, it's a vibe. You know what I mean? So, have y'all joined any other organizations besides Delta Chi? Uh, yeah. In my undergrad, I was part of uh, the Student Association of Free Health Professions, uh, Alpha Epsilon Delta, which was an honor society. Uh, that Golden Key Honor Society. They kind of offer like half people, and then I'm trying to think. And then, yeah, just Delta Chi was really the... Andres? And then, um, yeah, I, I, I'm part of the uh, the AAC, <laughs> so the, the American <coughs> Association of Civil Engineers, and the AGC, so it's the Associated General Con- Con- Contractor, which is pretty good, you know, you get to, uh, they, they, make, they make events about, um, you apply your knowledge, you know, so like, for example, AACE, they just uh, went to Houston for the... 
engineering symposium, and they 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 built we built uh, the ca a concrete canoe, and then they get to compete with the others in a branch of the AC, like from different colleges. And I don't know how we did that, but I'm pretty sure we didn't get any prize for it. <laughs> but like I said, you you get to apply what you know, and then they also make they make events and. You get to know people, so you network with other professional engineers, and they can, and they always get a li uh, give you tips on like what you can do after college or during college, so like, like apply uh, internships or if you have an idea of what you're actually gonna be with this degree, focus on that because uh, as a civil engineer, it's just a very very vague degree because you you know you kind of take care of what people what my people need you know like in construction wise you know roads, buildings, all the good stuff. And yeah. And then you get to see like work sites, how everything's getting built up, you know. Pretty good pretty good experience. So Sean, what made you want to go for your major? Because you went for your major because your brother did it, right? My brother no, my brother's a, a whole different he graduated as a geologist. Oh yeah dang. so yeah so I kinda like I said um I kind of just be engineer because I, I was always good with math, and I wanted to be an architect. But my mom, my mom is an architect, right? And she was like, "Why do you want to be an architect?" She asked me all this type of questions, <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I just it looks fun. I seen you, I seen you work. You know, I, I, I feel like I can do that." And it's like, "How? Oh, how about civil engineering? It's like the same thing, just more math, and you get paid more." I'm like, okay, I like that better. <laughs> Yeah, my brother came to college uh, to be an architect, and he did it for like one and a half years, and he just dropped out. Exactly. Uh, no, it, it's hard. Like once in like sophomore year, junior year, it, it gets hard because it's just a lot of theory, and then you gotta see that theory. If not, if you don't see it, it's like you're gonna completely be lost. And then the math, the math is doable, but it's just a lot of equations that you have to remember, so it makes it not fun, and they're pretty lengthy. They're pretty lengthy questions, which you know, I know. I know later once you get your job, a computer can do it, but they make you know this stuff just just in case, because you know, as an engineer, you gotta solve any problem that's gonna throw at, like in front of you, and sometimes it's not gonna be in the book, so you gotta figure you gotta figure things out. So I get it why they do it like this, but at the same time, I'm like wow, <laughs> it's just yeah, a lot. But um, for me, how I chose my major was. Um, so I actually almost lost my granddad when I was about six years old. And the fact that I had that experience of him going through a pretty serious procedure with his heart, um, it kind of motivated me to kind of want to work in the medical field. So that's why I chose in biomedical science to originally go into medical school. But like I said, med school after COVID hit, it kind of like changed my perspective a little bit. And I was like, oh, maybe I want to do something other than just medical school you know let me check other different <laughs> what's up cat yeah it's a cat <laughs> um different i guess career paths i could go down uh, using that degree and sure enough uh, ended up sticking with uh, or choosing pharmacy school instead that's pretty neat yeah it's and my my dad actually works pharmacy in the cool major yeah it's it's pretty it's a pretty interesting major like i said i'm gonna i kind of want to see you know where it takes off um but my dad was actually a nurse for 20 years uh, working in the operating room and all that. So he's been a real big inspiration for me working or wanting to work towards uh, just getting like a medical degree. Mm. So what does your mom do? My mom is an assistant principal. <laughs> so she really instilled like morals of get everything turned in on time. <laughs> like, you know, being basically following everything textbook. So. That's cool. Yeah. It's an interesting relationship. They're both, <laughs> yeah, they're both really big inspirations in my life. That's nice. Uh -huh. And I kind of want to know what your family did. Uh, so, like I mentioned, my dad, my mom was, uh, oh, she's an architect, right? But she also, she was a professor in a university level-wise, back, back home, back in Venezuela. Uh, she had to quit because uh, my, my dad found a job like as uh, overseas so and you know and then my mom does 
Well, now she can speak English, but before she didn't, and... Yeah, she had to learn English? She had to, yeah. Oh, like, me too. <laughs> All of us. How was learning English? I want to hear about uh, that. Okay, so I have a funny story. When I was in Brunei, right, it's my first time living in the country. Obviously, I don't know any any English, so I was put on, like, a special um, English class for, like, beginners, right? So it was called e E-A-L, so English Assistant Language Class. And I remember going to a trip to Malaysia with the rest of, rest of the uh, school, right, with my colleagues. And um, I was, you know, we're, we're, we're chilling, the boys are chilling, and then, and then obviously I didn't know English well, right? So I was like, hey, you're my friend, right? I was trying to say, you're my, oh, look, you're my friend. And I didn't know boyfriend meant something else, right? I thought boyfriend meant, you know, he's a boy, he's my friend, he's my boyfriend, <laughs> right? So I was calling, I was telling, I was calling every like the, the guys like, oh, you're my boyfriend. They're Aww. like, no, no, I'm not your boyfriend. He's your boyfriend. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, you're not my friend. He will be my friend, right? That's how I was thinking, and <laughs> and then my one of my good friends who was who spoke Spanish, right? Um, he he came right, and he's like, I'm, I'm like I'm like Andres, why are you calling everyone your boyfriend? Because they're my friend, you know. I was telling them they're my friend. Like, oh, you meant like that. And they're like, oh, boyfriend, me, you know, like if you guys are in a relationship. So I kind of, what makes it fun is because I was really sad because everyone's saying no, like I'm not your friend because I was, that's how I was receiving, right? And like, oh, I'm not your friend. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm just here. Wait, where'd you learn like English? Like, what did you use? Or like, um, where did you go? So the school, right? The, the school I was going to, like I said, I was in the special English class. And they will they will teach us like vocabulary and how to pronounce like certain hard? letters. It, it was challenging. It what, wasn't hard. What was like one of the hardest words for you to like pronounce? <laughs> Every word right now. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I don't. I don't remember. That's a long word. And what's it called? I mean, Does onomatopoeia scare you? <laughs> I know what that Big means. Big words like that. Uh, yeah, because if they want me to say I'm like, I'm not going to have trouble, you know, because I also stutter a lot, you know, so I'm like, uh, I don't want, sometimes, sometimes I don't want to even speak. But, no, it was challenging, you know, because, uh, like I said, I speak Spanish, so I'm familiar, fam I'm familiar with the alphabet, right? Not like if I was, I learned English or, or no, sorry, if I know Russian or Chinese, you know, it's a whole yeah. different... Would you rather know a different language? Uh, no, I mean... Do you like our language? I like... I don't think you like English. <laughs> <laughs> I like English, I like English. It's, sometimes it's easier than Spanish. But I like Spanish because it sounds sexy, right? I, I always say it's like a sexy... That's, a, that's more important to Not wanting to communicate with us. He just he wants to be able to say things in a sexy way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Can you speak another language, Sean? I do not speak very good Spanish, but I can understand it, so it's all that matters. If somebody tells me something in Spanish, I was like, yes. Si. <laughs> You're like, si, no. <laughs> taco. <laughs> you said taco out of nowhere. Do your parents speak Spanish? My, both my parents speak Spanish, actually very fluently. Yeah, my, my mom speaks Spanish, and she speaks it a lot, but she only taught like my first two brothers, and after that, she didn't really care, so I don't know Spanish at all. Sorry. You should just pick it up. It always skips always skips one. I mean yeah, yeah I'll pick up like a little bit like <laughs> when I go with my cousins like to stuff. Well, I'll hear them talk a lot. But I hate that like that language barrier, right? Even though I know both languages, right? And then obviously when you go home, uh your family then tend to uh, <laughs> talk very colloquial, right? So whenever I go visit to Venezuela, right, my cousins, right? They don't know English, right? They can They say they can understand it, but I don't believe them, right? <laughs> I'm like, nah, it's okay. Uh, but when they when they speak Spanish to me, it's like they pick up new words, you know, because it's co very colloquial where I'm co where I come from, and then that's how they talk, and they talk very fast. So I'm like, oh, I'm sometimes I'm lost, and sometimes they say some words, and I'm like, uh, see, <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I just agree. Like, whatever you say, bro, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> so if you guys could learn one language, what would it be? Arabic. I would say nah, I'm definitely trying to learn Spanish just because I don't see myself going across the world anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> to I was I, I like I would like to speak Arabic because one yeah I lived there for eight years and also it's just like <coughs> I feel like it's the hardest language you can learn. So if I can learn that, I can learn anything else. You know, <laughs> plus it's, 
it'll be cool right from like right to left and then have you seen have you ever seen arabic like the letters and stuff yeah so it looks like very cursive so i don't feel like when you write that it's like kind of fancy and like you're, you're like, like writing a, like talking a, in all like language. a feather and then you dip it in some black ink <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it's just a code you gotta crack it you know <laughs> so that'll be cool that'll be cool to know and like read but i heard even for like some um arabic uh native speakers hey they they they, they even say this it's still hard to, uh, language for them to learn obviously they they grew up their parents you know their culture but even even till now i remember in high school these egyptian guys will be like they'll be taking arabic right because they offer arabic in, in in my in my school but it'll be like for, for native speakers and they're like bro half of these words half of this vocabulary they even know they were, they've been heard because arabic just like any other language like english spanish or italian whatever they have their own dialect right if i'm from venezuela i speak i guess venezuelan spanish but if you talk to one in spain it's a whole they have a whole different dialect right like for example they said tio tio means for them like friend or something and for me tio just means uncle like you know every other mexican uh sorry every other spanish <laughs> native uh, speaker will understand right um so it's just something like that you know and which also makes it harder but you know arabic had the same the same way they got uman arabic egyptian arabic saudi arabia arabic and all that good stuff you know that's pretty interesting i know maybe chinese chinese looks awesome too i want to learn korean korean so i can talk to korean boys <laughs> <laughs> will you watch anime yeah uh, so imagine you can just learn you can just understand what yeah, they're saying yeah that would be so nice no, no just subtitles, to watch anime and no just, subtitles yeah. <laughs> oh. like, that must be so nice and you can just really focus on like the artwork of everything exactly right you just, like, you just already feel the passion you get about a different appreciation for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't watch anime the only anime I, I guess I watch is uh, Dragon Ball right yeah I, I grew up with that one? all like of Dragon? that like all of them, like all of them? I, I think I've seen like very different versions I think the last one I've, I've been watching super okay yeah, Ball super yes. but i watched like the original the original ones and the, the old like old newest version too so but I, i'm trying to get to i'm trying to get to anime the animal style but you know i just haven't have found the time i know for sure the first on the list is attack on titans which i heard is like pretty pretty good and pretty like mind-blowing because mm-hmm. like the first season like okay and then the rest is like uh, yeah the last what, season. what i just watched i keep i keep hearing that <laughs> i'm more into the traditional like i like watching older animes and stuff so like like I cowboy bebop of, yeah 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 <laughs> i like watching cowboy bebop and yeah he's pretty um, cute who like the cowboy bebop oh, anime. Yeah. It's, i only saw I the really uh, live version of it you know because uh, have you seen hyrule kumar the <laughs> movie like the movie oh okay never seen it no okay watch it it's a Harry Kumar and they have like three movies and it's like they just go to an adventure it's pretty funny pretty funny you should watch it but anyways one of the actors is he does the main character I forget the name Spike Spike I Spike guess. Spiegel yeah the Asian guy yep. I guess well, I don't know if he's Asian in the anime but uh, but yeah he, he plays the main character and then it was pretty good like seeing him and like it looked like a good show. It was a good show, uh, but until like Netflix, like yeah, we're not doing another season. Like, no. I really like the the old uh, art style versus the newer anime art style. Personally, yeah, it's really nostalgic. It's very aesthetic, and that's it's why very nice. That's what I personally like watching. I like seeing like even like I mean, be growing up, I watched a lot of the old Pokemon. Okay, oh, growing yeah. up, so that was pretty. What about One Piece? I I used to watch. I watched One a lot Piece. of One Piece too. My yeah. brother watches that. I never like I watched it like you know late night as a kid, and I don't, I didn't even know like what was going on, but it was pretty cool to see. Like, My cousin would always watch uh, Sailor Moon, so like, I she would like be watching it on the TV, and I would just walk by and be like, like I mean, if you're into that, <laughs> just walk away. <laughs> At the time, I wasn't really appreciating uh, art styles and stuff like that until I got a little bit older. And then I was like, oh, okay, and I watched a lot of Dragon Ball as well, but mainly it was Naruto and all that other stuff. So. Spongebob all the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was serious yeah. anime. Spongebob for sure. <laughs> so, um, going back to Kingsville, Texas A&M, um, what's your guys' hardest class? Uh, I want to say my hardest class had to have been, and believe it or not, it was evolutionary theory, and that was Ooh. an elective with uh, 
<laughs> with uh, a professor named Dr. Baskin. Now, granted, Dr. Baskin, he was he was a pretty funny guy. You got to know him, but his tests were pretty ridiculous. They were very extensive. A lot of short answer writing. I think he made like half the exam, multiple choice, but even then, the multiple choice were kind of a little bit tricky. So, into that class with a B. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my hardest class I ever experienced, <laughs> I have to, one, it will be statistics, which I had no idea what the professor was trying to teach us, because he did the same thing, but he meant something else, like, every single time, so I'm like, I, I was, like, just confused, even though, like, I see, like, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm one of those students that sits in the front row, right, Cause it's just because I'm blind, right, I can't see, <laughs> and... I usually don't talk during like during lectures, so you know I, I, if I see friends, I, I try not to sit next to them unless you know, you know engineering because I need help. We all need help. Um, but statistics, it was the most confusing class. Even though it's, it's math, right? It was confusing. Like I said, the professor was doing the same equation, but he meant something else. He got different numbers, but doing the same thing. I I didn't I don't know I, I didn't understand, so I had to teach myself. Right, and I hate those classes where you gotta teach yourself, right? Uh, so I ended up passing the the class with a with, with a B, but and then my other class will be geotechnical engineering, which the professor doesn't also help because he teaches in a very boring way, and then you you literally can't fall asleep just by listening, and then and how he how he teaches is just not very, you know, very like. I don't get attracted to it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, uh, bro, like, what are you talking about, right? I get, I get lost. But, um, but now I'm retaking the class again because it was just some, I guess, some BS, right, that happened. And we just sometimes, uh, you know, it wasn't fair. Um, but yeah, but I'm taking it this summer, so that's gonna be fun. And then whatever. He, he can be careful with that summer. Alright, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be tedious, <coughs> but it's yeah. gonna, gonna get it. <laughs> okay, well I think that's a good stopping point for us. Um if you guys want, you know, the future podcast to stay in touch with our events, our social media is at Tamuk Delta Kai for our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, something we wanna talk about, don't be afraid to shoot us a message. And would you guys like to say anything before we cut this off? Just want to say thank you, David, for having us, and uh, yeah, we love you. you. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you. Love love you. you. Rush Delta Kai, whoever is hearing that, you know. Rush Delta Kai. Absolutely. Twenty twenty two.